Hanukkah is coming to an end. What a beautiful Chag. And although there's a part of me that says, gosh, it's holiday, do we really have to record a shear today? It's already later in the day than usual when we send it out. You're driving to a wedding, a mazel tov, a wedding in the community. I tell myself, listen, you never miss a day. Miss a day, you get into a bad pattern. So here we are, doing our best not to miss a day. And as we said, Hanukkah wraps up. And following Hanukkah comes another day, comes the 10th of Tevis, which is next Friday. And I want to dedicate this week's Wednesday, our story, and next week to the actual day, to understand the history of the day. Many people know that the Jewish people have had two temples throughout history. Two permanent temples is the more appropriate. Why permanent? Because before that we had a mishkan, a tabernacle, a temporary home for God, which Moshe built in the desert, and which was then with us for the next few hundred years, including after we came into the Holy Land, and it lasted pretty much till the time of King David. So we had three temples, one temporary and one permanent. At some stage it became clear that it's time to go big. The Jewish people had settled in the Holy Land. They were no longer newcomers. They were there for a few hundred years. They had built up a military force. They built up a political force. They've already had a king, King Saul, and now there was another king, King David. And it was time to build a temple. And God told King David that he will not be able to build a temple, but rather your son King Solomon will. Why can't King David? Because King David was a warrior. And although he had no choice, he was living in a time of tremendous strife um, within the land of Israel. Many countries or civilizations were trying to fight the Jews. Nevertheless, a hand that spills blood should not be a hand that builds peace. It's a different generation. His son, on the other hand, whose name was Shlomo, which comes from the word Shalom, peace, and he lived in a time of peace, God said he's the appropriate one to build this home. And King Solomon ended up building this magnificent temple in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount. And it was such a beautiful, magnificent space. Unfortunately, right after King Solomon passed away, things didn't continue well in the community. Right away, there became a massive split within the Jewish commonwealth. There were only three kings that ruled over all the Jews. King Saul, for a very small amount of time, King David, and then King Solomon. After King Solomon, there was a major fight between two groups, and the Jewish kingdom split to the southern kingdom and the northern kingdom. And the northern kingdom, they appointed their own kings, not from the family of David, because the family of David lived, the tribe of Judah lived in the southern kingdom. And the northern kingdom, unfortunately, there was pure corruption. None of the kings were really righteous. It was, it, it, it was a very failed experiment at division. 
it's pretty much the one of the first times in Jewish history that the Jewish people split, and definitely the most devastating split in our history. And the reason for that is because you've all heard the story of the ten tribes, the legend that ten tribes were exiled. It's not a legend, it's true. The legends are where exactly they were sent to. But the northern kingdom was fully decimated and destroyed, and all the Jews were exiled. And this was during the first temple era. So by the time the first temple came to its end, after 400 years, there was only the tribe of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi left the southern kingdom. And when the king of Babylonia, Nebuchadnezzar, decided that it was his time to take over, he lay siege to the city of Jerusalem, to the Jewish commonwealth. What day did he lay siege? The 10th of Tibet, to be continued.